in my up, I forgot our order. Oh my god. Eric Macklin, you're up. Where, man. He studied the show notes, milk boy. He's over yeah, he's over there eating his Belvita cookies. Welcome to episode number nine of the Power Five Podcast. My name's Kevin Williams. On this week's episode, we rank 90s country music. Let's go ahead and introduce our panelists because I got a feeling we're going to be talking about music a long time tonight. First, a man who still has a crush on Shania Twain, Mr. Brantley Vest. Kevin, how we doing? Yeah, absolutely. Shania Twain and Dina Carter. I mean, oh, flip a coin. Which one's number one? Heads Carolina tells wherever else, but they're that's, both. That's Joe D. That's Joe D. Whatever, but Dana Carter and Shania Twain, love them both. Heard that. Next, Neil McCoy's biggest fan, Colin Thompson. What's up, Podfather? Out it's of, been a great weekend listening to 90s country, prepping for this. No doubt about that, man. Always a good weekend listening to 90s country. And last, a man that can do the achy, breaky heart better than Billy Ray himself, Mr. Christian Graver. Well, Kevin, it's my pleasure. Achy, breaky heart. Love Billy Ray, love his daughter, Miley Ray, love his son, whatever his name is, Ray. It's a great family, really. Yes, yes. Fantastic family, the Cyrus family. Well, guys, listen, uh, we had the impossible task this week of ranking our top 10, or excuse me, our top five 90s country songs. And just to try to test our knowledge on that, Brant's got a little game for us. All right, here we go. Switching it up a little bit this week on the game. So here are the rules. There are 30 total possible points. I'm going to throw out the name of 10 artists. You have to ding in. If you are the first ding, you may give me up to three song titles. So each artist has a potential of gaining up to three points. If you only know one, that's fine. If you only know two, that's fine. But if you, if you ding in, I'm going to make it this way. If you ding in, you are the only person that can answer and you can give me between one and three song titles. So I'm just going to give you the artist name. Boom. You ding in, uh, give me all the titles you got. Max of three. That's fair. If you ding in and you just, uh, you know, have have a little moment where you can't think of anything, then I will allow one person to reading. All right, here we go. Y'all ready? Y'all got, got the rules? Got it. Yes. Artist number one, Sawyer Brown. Ding. Kevin Williams. Premature. Oh, boy. <laughs> My mama said, my mama said. I had a brain fart, man. I went blank on me. All right. Kevin, I'm going to give you one more, one opportunity. You out? You got you got one song? No, no. I mean, you got, you got a second. You got two seconds. Do you have one time? Some girls don't. Incorrect. After the after look after your honey smacks episode, that is incorrect. I'm not accepting that. All right, Colin, that's fine. Go for I'm it. I'm gonna Colin. go with the walk uh, as yep. one. I'm gonna go with um, some girls do. That's it. Some girls do. Do you have a third? Uh, I'm going to leave it at that. All right. All right. Well, I'll just say, no. you know, the third song that comes to my mind, the race is on and uh -huh. here comes pride in the back. Party. 
Golden hands. All right, here we go. Artist number two. Colin is up two to zero to zero. Artist number two, Reba McIntyre. Ding. Kevin Williams. Fancy. Yep. That's all I got. Ding. That's that's it. That's it. He named one, so we're we're moving on. <clears throat> Artist number three, Doug Stone. Ding. All right, Colin. Um, I'm trying to think of the, the the full name of this song. I'm gonna go with "I'd Be Better Off." Boom. Uh, that is one. Um, number two would be uh, "In a Different Light." Boom. I'll leave it at that. All right. Impressive. Artist number four, Tracy Lawrence. Ding. Ding. Colin. Time Marches On, um, Texas Tornado. Boom, boom. Um, <laughs> look, at, look, at, look at Christian. <laughs> if there was ever a game where I'm just not going to talk, this is it. Alibis. Boom, boom. All right, Colin is up seven to one to he's, zero. He's running away with this. All right, I'm gonna let everybody else. See, we actually ball. play it. We're actually playing this game, though. Unlike the Major League Baseball game that he claims he won. That's <laughs> right. He did make that up for sure. Yeah, and the right. sugar smacks or the uh, honey yes. smacks. Yeah, that's right. All right, here we go. Artist number five, Tim McGraw. Ding. Ding. Man, I don't know. That's close. That's real close. I'll give it to Kevin. He needs right. a hand out right All now. Right. All right. All right. Indian outlaw. Yep. I like it. I love it. Yep. It's your love. Boom. All right. We got seven to four. Seven to four. All right. Artist number six. Blackhawk. Um... <laughs> They got they got a couple big hits there, man. I don't know. Christian is googling as fast as he can. <laughs> I'm not even like, trying. You like, could cut uh, my mic. I sh- I sh- the Chicago Blackhawks, <laughs> NHL. Mm. This is going once that I don't have anything here. Going once, going <laughs> twice. Sold. Sold. Too late in a second. <laughs> All right. All right. Moving on. Moving on. I, I figured you might um, mention Goodbye Says It All. Michael, great song. All right, here we go. Artist number seven. Artist number seven. We're going to go with Vince Gill. Dang. Dang. Colin. Don't let our love start slipping away. Give me just a one more last chance. Uh, go rest high on the mountain. Boom. All right, Colin is up now 10 to 4 to 0. This right. hurts. All right, here we you go. We might as well do a hunting and fishing report afterwards. Christian's just like sp- staring into space. Right? Hey, Christian just got to, like, like Colin said last week, just get on the board and take the pressure off. One point is all you need. I hope so. I don't know. All right, here we go. Artist number nine, Jody Messina. Dang. Kevin. Heads Carolina, tells California. 
Got any more? No. What's oh, what's it. what's what's a couple of the the other songs that she had? I forget. Um, I'm all right. Um, yes. Yeah, that's yeah, a good I song. Um, let's see. My my give a blank is busted. I'm not going to say it. I don't want to get cut. My give a blank is busted. <laughs> um, don't want right. to get cut. Huh? Don't want to get that. Don't <laughs> want to get cut. <clears throat> all right. So the game is over. Um, Colin has won. There's <clears throat> there's no opportunity for anybody to uh, to get this, but I will give the tenth and final <clears throat> um, artist so that Christian can get on the board. Thanks. So artist number ten, Diamond Rio. Ding. Colin, I Colin. can't get on the board. Norma Jean Raleigh in a week or two. Boom. Love a little stronger. Boom. Um. One more day. Boom. Um, beautiful mess. Not now, Colin's not just, a ninety song. Now he's just flexing. That's right. All right, Colin wins seventeen to five to zero. Man, just crushed it. Colin, you're a beautiful mess. Hey, I like the I like the game the game difference right there, Brown. That was a good, nice little change. I got to switch it up from time to time. Yeah, that was good. That was good. I like that. Well, we're very excited tonight, guys. We have a very own local country flair in the building tonight on the podcast. I know I'm excited. Uh, born and raised in Greenville, South Carolina. Uh, Gold Ship Records uh, artist right here, singer-songwriter. His latest album, Smoke, Wine, Banter, came out in 2019, available on all streaming platforms. His new single, Just One Kiss, is now available to purchase and stream as well on Spotify. you got to check that out. He's a brother of mine. Uh, he's crossed that Florida-Georgia line. He's been on the tour bus <laughs> with Hardy. He makes Luke Bryan look like Brian Austin Green. This guy right here, he's co-written a song with Chris Caraba from Dashboard Confessional. Maybe you've heard of it. This guy is the one, the only, the man, the myth, the legend, Mark Webb Jr., ladies and gentlemen. Mark, how's it going, buddy? Not too bad. I am sitting uh, in my living room and uh, about to do an awesome podcast. And, uh, you know... <laughs> Dude, love we're, it we're, we're fired up to have you thanks for joining us tonight thank y'all for having me mark when did you when did you get into music when did you first discover you were a talent uh, um i started playing guitar when i was 15 so um yeah 15 and um and i realized uh, a couple of weeks ago that this summer will be 20 years that I've been playing guitar. So, you know, getting on up there. You're about <laughs> as old as Kevin. Wow. <laughs> Listen, I got to say, you know, I've known Mark since we were little kids and, uh, you know, he's always had talent. And what's interesting though, is to just see 
really how your sound has evolved over the years. If you guys remember MySpace, uh, that was where Mark first, his music first lived. And it was, uh, you know, very, you know, acoustic, you know, very emo. I mean, I was digging that back in the day and your sound has now evolved. I mean, who would you say from the country ranks, since that's what we're talking about tonight, really um, was kind of what you looked up to, the music you listened to, your style, you know, what were those artists that inspired you? You know, it's kind of all over the board for me. I like a lot of a lot of the new stuff, uh, definitely the old stuff. Um, I, I think my country inspiration comes from growing up and riding in the car with my grandparents, which Christian, you know them. Same, oh yeah, you grew up in the same neighborhood as them, <laughs> and uh, they would listen to anything from George Strait and Alan Jackson to. Dwight Yoakam, and then the old, old stuff, you know, the, the you know, Hank Seniors and Waylon George Jennings Jones. and George Jones, yeah. Colin <laughs> stuff gran- right there. My grandpa <laughs> loves George Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's 90s or not. You know, that might be going back, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of crazy how many songs like that that you just associate with 90s country or really 80s yeah. country, you know, when I started looking at this list. That's true. That is very true. Hey, so, did you pick up some of those Dwight Yoakam boots and pick up some of his dance moves listening to him? You know, I've tried some of his dance moves live when we when we uh, cover his songs, especially with the band, and I just can't dance like him. I just can't. He, that, that man's got so much soul. A great actor, too, Dwight Yoakam. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I saw him in concert uh, in Columbia like two years ago and everybody in my section kept quoting uh, his lines from Sling Blade. Yes. yes. I'm like, I'm sure he gets this everywhere he goes. <laughs> French fried taters. He didn't, he didn't see it coming at all. He didn't see it coming. Right. <laughs> Mark, what is the coolest experience that you've had being an artist? Um, you know, whether it's, who you've gotten to meet or, you know, what you've gotten to do, like, give us a, give us that story that, you know, you always remember something that's cool. Mm, The coolest man. I'm going to be like super cheesy and and say this, but I really mean it. Uh, Was it playing at my wedding? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's playing at your, believe it or not, I had a conversation with a buddy of mine yesterday about playing at your wedding Really, and um, his gift from his wife was a watch and on the back it had a uh, home and had the lyrics from really from that's that song. Awesome, I was like, man. Hey man, that's cool. Love but, it. But, um, but it's really like, like the friends I've made through music and I've got like some of my closest friends that I talk to every day is because we met through, through playing music, you know, and, yeah. um, like, like lifelong friends. So, really is kind of amazing yeah that's awesome so you know i'll pick his name up for you hardy obviously you know pretty popular obviously that's who you're talking about Uh, no i wish (laughs) i wish but uh he would he wouldn't know me from adam but we've we've we we hung out one time after one of his shows he was really nice and um and then ran into him randomly in nashville after breakfast one day and, uh, and I could tell uh, he was like trying to figure out like where do I know this guy from? And uh, <laughs> the blind horse, 
<laughs> the blind horse, you idiot. But yeah. <laughs> Nice. Nice. Well, Mark, I want to do something, but before we get into the rankings here, I'm going to do Mm -hmm. just a little game here. This is off the cuff here, but it's called word association. So I'm going to give you an artist. I want you to say the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. Okay. All right. Luke Bryan. Uh, Kermit the frog. (laughs) Uh, Darius Rucker. Uh, Hootie. Tim McGraw. Uh, uh, baseball. Carrie Underwood. American Idol. Billy Gilman. Billy Gilman. Oh, gosh. Who is Billy Gilman? Exactly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Listen, Child a little superstar. song called One Voice. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I hope we're not spoiling anything tonight. <laughs> all right. All right. I think, That's it. The, I think I played that game wrong. I apologize. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I mean, you know, there was no right or wrong. So. Fair a enough, quick question, though, to make sure I have the right list. We're doing top five polka songs, right? Polka. Yeah. Polka, polka, polka. Okay. Because I got Kenosha kickers on here. So. <laughs> Dude, I love that. Little home alone. Hey, hey, I get that. Let me pick that up. Rest in peace, Jonathan Candy. Man. Yes. So good. R.I.P. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. Well, Mark, uh, you got any shows coming up on the horizon here? Um. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think where I'm going to be. I should have put my list in front of me. Um, I know I'll be playing my favorite place and your favorite place next Friday. The Pine uh, the Station. Third, yeah, the Pine Station. And um, and then there's a new place in Anderson called Electric City Brewing Company or something like that. Yeah, I've heard that. And Is that downtown this- or where's that at? I guess so. It'll be my first time there. Nice. And um, and then the 27th of this month at New Brooklyn Tavern in Columbia. Ooh. And then April starts back over with some more Greenville shows. Very nice. Love it. Love it. Um, so, again, you know, just Kevin said you was jamming out to some of your tunes today. Just One Kiss is that newest single. We're going to have a, a little EP or an album later this year. Maybe. All right. We may no we may we may or may not be talking about an EP. That's a um, but uh <laughs> but I think I think we're gonna do an EP. Um and we've got we've got a third single ready to go because you know we put out Moonlit Road at the end of last year and just yep. one kiss. We've got a third one ready to go, but I may wait and put that on an EP. So love it. Awesome. Well, I know we'll be excited for it. Mark, I, I keep seeing a little flash of that tattoo on your forearm, man. What is that? Um, this one here is uh, it's the outline of the album cover of uh, the EP for uh, So Impossible by Dashboard Confessional. Christian was talking about my my love for emo music earlier. <laughs> and uh, And so it was – it had that tattoo. It has a lot of different – meeting meanings for me because that band was super important to me playing music so cool well the one thing about that just to add to it so i mentioned that in the intro there about mark uh co-writing a song with dashboard confessional um which was awesome but he also got to hang out you know and became friends right with the lead singer chris so that's Mm -hmm. uh pretty awesome right yeah yeah it's a sweetheart of a guy 
<laughs> Absolutely. And I will say one other side note, and, and I'll stop rambling about our past, but I don't know if you guys remember back in the day, a guy named Ryan Cabrera. He used to date Ashley Simpson. Um, so I, one I know night, Ryan Cabrera because you used to love Ryan Cabrera. <laughs> I did. I did. Is that where you got your hair gel products from? That's that's disrespectful. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I used to like get highlights. And now Kevin uses his hair gel from Walmart. It's crazy. But let's say, what was this? 2008, 2009, something like that, Mark. And we're at the handlebar. Um, which R- doesn't exist R- R- anymore. Handlebar. Yeah. R.I.P. Handlebar. <laughs> and Ryan Cabrera is in town playing. And so like the only people there are me, Mark, you know, <laughs> a couple other people that are friends with us. Yeah. There's probably like 12 of us, an intimate setting. Well, anyways, great show. I don't know where everyone else was. We decided to go up to Ryan after the show. I'm like, Hey man, you want to go downtown? You know, you want to hang out? Uh, so next thing you know, Ryan Cabrera is in Mark's car. Um, heading to downtown Greenville, me and a buddy, Hank, we're actually his bodyguards. He gives us his cell phone when he goes to the bathroom. Here comes Mark, you know, walking in with Cabrera. Everyone's gathering around us because we're with Ryan Cabrera. I got two phone numbers, one of which Colin would be jealous of. The first one was Kelly Clarkson. That one you wouldn't be. The second one, LC Lauren Conrad had her number actually called her she picked up and pretended to speak in like a foreign language but i swear <laughs> i had it and ryan we used to text a little bit and all that kind of stuff and then it just it, it faded but uh i thought that was pretty cool so a little good yeah. memory there flashback with uh yeah mark webb jr here that's a solid story can't beat it can't beat it all right, guys. Well, I think we know why we're here tonight. I think it's time to get into the impossible list. So that was a good segue for that tattoo, Mark. So impossible <laughs> because trying to rank your top five country songs of the 90s is about as impossible as Colin ranking his top five brands of milk. <laughs> Strawberry Am I right? one, right? <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Well, guys, we're going to kick things off here with... Number five. So coming in at number five, guys, for me, when I think of 90s country, I think of my least favorite college football team, Roll Tide Alabama. But you got to have Alabama in there. And for me, I'm in a hurry and don't know why. 1992, I think of Myrtle Beach, Alabama theater. Uh, I don't know why, but when I think of 90s country, Alabama comes to the top for me and had to put them in the top five. And for me, it was that track that did it right there. So coming at number five, Alabama, I'm in a hurry and don't know why. Good song. Good song. All right, love it. Yeah, it is a good song. All right, number five for me, um, man. So a little bit of just setting up. Uh, this is this is very difficult. Um, I think I, my initial pass uh, narrowed to about 30 songs. And then I was like, oh, man, I got a long way to go. So I had, I tended to give a little bit more credit to staples of country music, guys with staying power, guys that have multiple guys or or girls that have multiple hits at the top, where there are some other bands that have great one-offs. I did, where I had to shrink it to five, I had to kind of push those aside. So number five for me, I'll try by Alan Jackson. It, within the 30, I had four Alan Jackson songs. She's got the rhythm. I, that's 
All right. Let me just shake this up. Number five, Alan Jackson. She's got the rhythm. I just, I'll try. I'm going to have to throw it out. So she's got the rhythm. Alan Jackson, number five. How about that? I was muted. She's got the rhythm as number five. Yeah, man. Sorry. Okay, okay. I I got four I, songs, and I just picked. That, that's, that's <laughs> hey, Alan Jackson would be rolling in his grave. Hey, can I, I get a so can good. I get a line? I'm gonna. I need a line from that. She's got the rhythm. <laughs> I go. got the blue. There we go. There we I go. Well, I will. Well, I will. <laughs> I definitely want to at the end of this a rapid fire honorable mention session. Gotta gotta do that. Absolutely. Man, look, right. I, I'll say this. Well, I had Alan Jackson at number five, four titles listed. I'll try was on top of She's Got the Rhythm. But I just, when I said that, that She's Got the Rhythm, that was it. It had to be it. number five. Grant, do you want to do an Alan Jackson top five tonight? Yeah, we just really change could. it right now? We could. We, we, we certainly really could. could. I don't want to name any more just in case y'all have Alan Jackson. Yeah. I mean, so many good songs. Oh, my gosh. So good. All right, Mark, you're up. Number five. Well, number five. You know, rumor has it that I'm feeling fancy. Number five for me is Fancy by Reba McIntyre. Great. Here's your one Reba. <laughs> I was waiting for Reba. I didn't know she'd come in this hot. That's one no, of my okay. earliest country memories right there. Seeing that video. Nice. Yes. Mm-hmm. Got to set the tone. <laughs> Love it. But, you know, she's, you know, I, for me, I kind of feel like uh, you, pre-90s, you know, there's a lot of debate about, like, the queen of country. You know, most people would probably say Dolly Parton. I would maybe say Loretta Lynn. But I felt like Reba was a good, like, boom, I'm here. You know, and I'm not saying she's the queen of country, but mark the tape. Shoot. She was and is awesome. And um, and it's cool, you know, she went on and to do acting and her show was great and everything. And I just think um I think it was very interesting that a lot of people may not know that that song is actually a cover. Um, Bobby Gentry actually wrote and recorded that song in the late 60s. So it, but Reba did such a good job with it that it feels like her own song. So, number five, fancy. Love it. Nice pick. pick. Great pick. Coming in at five for me, don't let our love start slipping away. 1992, Vince Gill. Thank God. I, I love it, man. New album. Mm. I mean, you know, I, I I came to that 20 times and and rewrote the list and left it off and came back and it just had to be on there. I mean, and and I think, you know, we don't talk sometimes enough about our criteria. And, you know, there were there are definitely songs on on my list, Brant, that like you, you know, you almost felt like you had to give respect to certain artists or or certain songs, but then there's there's 30 others that are just phenomenal songs that you hate leaving off the list. But, but anyways, number five, don't let our love start slipping away. Hey, Colin, I'm, I'm just going to say that song is in my top five, but out of respect to nineties country, I'm pulling it out. I'm going to have no duplicates. So I'm pulling it out. I've got another one to slide in its place. 
Great song, great pick. I love all of these songs listed so far, which is probably going to be pretty, pretty a common theme throughout the night. All right, my number five pick. My criteria was was similar to you guys in, you know, just start out with a massive list and having to cut it down and, you know, scratch and pull and back and forth. So number five was added literally about fifteen minutes before we went to the air. And it is I'm going to be somebody by Travis Tritt, 1990, got all the way up to number two in the U.S., did get number one in Canada. Travis Tritt, I found out, had lots of success in Canada. But, man, I can just – Travis Tritt, one of the most underrated vocalists out there, in my opinion. Um, As he's gotten older, you know, his his voice isn't quite as strong as it used to, but – if you go back and just listen to this back in his heyday, golly, you could just feel the emotion when he, when he's singing it. Just a, just an awesome, awesome song. So number five, I'm going to be somebody by Travis Tripp. Love it. It's a great day to be alive. Number four. Well, guys, I'm going to be completely honest with you. This seems like this countdown here is really up all of your alleys, except for mine. I'm going to be honest. Remember when I told you guys a couple of weeks ago that I just watched Varsity Blues for the first time, and that movie's from like 1999 or earlier? Well, that's how it goes with a lot of these 90s country songs. I, I didn't grow up listening to country. It wasn't really what my family listened to. I was really into the 90s grunge, you know, the 90s hip hop, and that's whatever. But I've really grown to respect it. And so some of these songs I may have just like listened to over the past decade, and some of which from DJing, you know, you get requests for these songs. But Brant, you know, coming at number four, I'm going to respect your guy, Mr. Alan Jackson. And I'm not going to go as cliche as I would have, but I'm going to go with Don't Rock the Jukebox from 1991. I think that album had lots and lots of hits on it, so I'm not going to mention those. But when you think of iconic people, iconic stars from 90s country, Alan Jackson has to be in that five. So for me, number four, don't rock the jukebox. Great pick, Christian. Yeah. Hey, that. I and I, I like that you bring it to the table, man. You didn't grow up on it, but you've done your homework. And you know what? You didn't gripe like Colin last week about cereal. <laughs> well, did, did, did you two meet at a grunge concert in the Ooh. 90s? <laughs> Shots fired. We did, actually. Nirvana was opening up for garbage. Oh, garbage. Colin has no clue who garbage is. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Number four for me is Neon Moon by Brooks and Dunn, 1991. Man, just a classic. The way that song starts, Kevin, I hope we get a clip of this. The way the song just opens and starts, so good, so good. There was a couple of, of Brooks and Dunn, but I had to pull in one, Neon Moon, 1991. Classic. Love it. Brooks and Dunn all the way. Who do you prefer, Brooks or Dunn? Ronnie Dunn. Ronnie Dunn. Ronnie yeah. Dunn. All right, Mark, on you, man. Number four. Number four for me is we talked about him earlier uh, before we really kicked off, and he's a hero of mine. Uh, the Heart That You Own by Mr. Dwight Yoakam from his – Album that came out in 1990, If There Was a Way. But this song was the fifth 
single from that album and came out in 1992. I've always loved Dwight Yoakam and sort of what he did for country music when he came out. He had, he was very sort of uh, progressive, but deeply rooted into like the tradition of country music. So I had to put him on this list. Mark, did you have like a cassette or like, were you into CDs by that point? Did they make those yet? I don't remember. Yeah, um, I probably had the cassette of this. Uh, You're about to pull reason. it out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Here it is. yeah, I probably had the cassette because um, my parents wouldn't buy me CDs because they were probably like five dollars more than a cassette. <laughs> oh yeah, always love it, Dwight Yoakam, everybody. <laughs> Coming in at number four for me how this is the only song on the list of, of this person, but I'm glad it's the one. What She's Doing Now, Garth Brooks, 1991, Rope in the Wind album. Goodness gracious. Was that a disc? Oh, okay. That was a, that was a good pick. I got that's you. A, that's a goodness gracious. How do you have one Garth Brooks song? Same. Me too. But it was hard. It was hard. I mean, the start to that song is just yeah. phenomenal. It makes me want to be in the 1991 Chevy single cab truck in the fall. I mean, on a mm. Friday night. Just headed to Pumpkin Town. Headed to Pumpkin Town. Absolutely. <laughs> just drop some trash <laughs> off. Colin, I mean, you know, my question is, can you have a Chris Gaines song and a Garth Brooks song in the same top list? I bet Kevin was a huge Chris Gaines fan. Incorrect. That's fake news. I don't know. I don't that, is, know. that is that is fake news. Hey, listen. If I was, I would have thrown some high school songs out by him. You know, on that episode, I couldn't even name a Chris Gaines song, honestly. <laughs> Me neither. Right. Nice, nice pick, Colleen. Right, okay, number four, classic King George, nineteen ninety-five, number one single on that massive. Massive uh, album release that he had. What was that thing called? Uh, Straight Out of the Box. Straight Out of the Box. Straight Out of the Box, yes. Coming off of that massive album, Straight Out of the Box, Check Yes or No by King George, coming in at number four. Love it. Got to have the king in your list, absolutely. You got to. Number three. Well, coming at number three for me, I know we've mentioned this legend before. Uh, It comes from Mr. Travis Tritt from 1991. Here's a quarter call someone who cares. I will say it's not my favorite Travis Tritt song. I I think Great Day to Be Alive probably is, but I think you consider that like a 2000s type song. Um, So when you go back to his list of what he did in the 90s, uh, again, I just think he's an iconic name. Got to have Mr. Tritt on the list. So coming in for me at number three, that's Travis Tritt. Here's a quarter call someone who cares. Yeah, I love that pick, Christian. Hey, I was doing, you know, doing some research today and happened to stumble upon Travis Tritt coming to the Simpsonville Heritage Amphitheater. I think it's May the 6th. Get us tickets and we'll do a live on location. Dude, that would be fun. General mission only, like 50 bucks a ticket. I'm there. Who's opening? I don't remember 
I don't remember. I think there were two openers. I don't remember one. I think I remember seeing Neil McCoy. Honestly, Neil McCoy's name on there. <laughs> I heard it was Diamond Rio. Oh, dude, I would <laughs> definitely be there. <laughs> nice. All right. Um, coming in for number uh, – coming in at number three for me, Kevin, I, I apologize. This may be on your list uh, because it was on a former list. Um, but the Everywhere album by Tim McGraw is one that I just I, – you know, played the cover off of it. Um, it's got so many good songs, but I had to choose one. So for a little while, number three, Tim McGraw on the Everywhere album, 1997. I like you throwing that back on there. No, that was actually part of my criteria. If I had mentioned it back up during our high school song episode, not to include it. So, yeah, nice pick. I like it. I like it. That whole the, album, the piano intro of that song. Hey, it give you a little goosebumps, son. It will, man. That'll put a barbecue stain on that white T-shirt of yours. It will, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, my number three. Someone already said it. So should I say it, or should I should I pick an honorable mention? Did you go for it? Your list, absolutely. So my number three was Neon Moon. I love that song. Uh, the melody, um, the lyrics really paint the picture of what's happening. Um, but I could easily say Brand New Man by Brooks and Dunn. Yes. That's a fire song. Mm-hmm. You got that right. From the same album. So. Yeah. My very yeah. first album, or very first CD I ever owned, Brand New Man. Oh, wow. Yeah. Awesome. Did you feel like a brand new man after listening? I was actually, I was actually kind of ticked off about it at the time because I wanted this three in one like pool, air hockey, uh, ah. ping pong table, and I got a CD player with a bunch of CDs instead. <laughs> wow! At the time, I wasn't happy about it. That was your first lesson in parental wisdom, right there. Yeah, no doubt. Seriously, you need this. You don't need that. Santa brought that. Yeah, he did. That's right. <laughs> Am I up? I forgot our order. Oh, my God. Eric McLean, you're up. I swear, <laughs> man. Hey, study I the show my... notes, Dude, milk no, boy. He's, he's over, yeah, he's over there eating his Belveda cookies. <clears throat> Number three. This was a scratch literally at the intro. Uh, and this replaced what, what originally was here. But – Love a little stronger, Diamond Rio, oh, 1994. Yes. The title track of that album, the title track for that album. Mm. Come on, Colin, give me a line. Can't do it. COVID. Give me, give me a Come say on. my name, say my name. Kevin, give say us a my line. name, say my name. <laughs> Colin, what I love about that pick is you let all the listeners see how the sausage was made. You told them that you just changed it <laughs> like right now. I, I mean, love I, it. You know, Transparency. There's, there's, it could happen again before this is over. I mean, it may. Uh, it's fluid. It's fluid. All right. So my number three pick. I don't know. I don't think I'm going to take any heat for it. Maybe off the grid. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe people loved it. Only got up up to number four on the charts. 1992. John Michael Montgomery's "Life's a Dance." Number three. Great song. Great yes. Song. I mean, that just gets you fired up, man. Life's a dance. Let's go. There was a couple of John hmm. Michael Montgomery songs that could have made could have made the list. 
Yeah. Love it. Well, little little side note, uh, who covered his songs and had like pop hits with them? Lone Star. All for one. Uh, that's right. I remember the I swear, right? And yeah. I swear. Oh, that's right. Oh, and yeah. Was, and there was wow. one other other one that they did that he wrote. I can't can't remember. But yeah. Man, he's a good songwriter. Yeah, no doubt. Number two. Well, coming in at number two, guys, you know, we've mentioned this gentleman before, and you cannot, in my opinion, have a 90s country list without GB himself, Mr. Garth Brooks. And I don't know if I'll take any heat for this because this song is one of those that, you know, they play late into the night at local bars. But to me, when I think of 90s country, I think of 1990, I got friends in low places, Mr. Garth Brooks. It's kind of that southerners anthem you know i'm not okay you're not okay but that's okay um so anyways mr garth brooks friends in low places 1990 my number dose song are you including the extra verse in that (laughs) yeah i don't know colin i'm not really into the deep cuts can you (laughs) sing it for me (laughs) i can't president chi over here i mean kevin will censor it out oh that's right One hundred percent. That's gone. That's gone. It, because Colin questioned Kevin, that's gone. All right. To number the two oasis. To, number two for me. Um, I figured this would happen. We're about to go on a little Garth run here, Christian. The Beaches of Cheyenne. Garth Brooks. Number two. Let, just a just a plug for '90s country. These guys and they just laid it all out on the line you know, wife cheated, dog got shot, whatever it was, they just spelled it out. They told you what it was. It was good storytelling. Beaches of Cheyenne about a a rodeo cowboy that gets killed and, the, you know, and, and his lover, his wife, his girlfriend, whatever she is, I don't know if he says, but she just can't take it. She goes crazy. She walks out in the ocean. That's it. Boom. She's done. She can't live without him. Um, and it's just, it just tugs at the heartstrings. Garth Brooks, I could have put any one of about seven different Garth songs, number two, but uh, The Beaches of Cheyenne, 1995, from the Fresh Horses album. I love the off the grid pick right there. Nice. Nice. Well, number two for me, a lot about living, a little about love, Chattahoochee. Mr. Alan Jackson. There it is. Love it. I mean, I mean, think about it. Being a teenager, a teenage boy living in the South. I mean, this kind of says it all, you know. (laughs) Such a great song. It does, man. It's (laughs) impossible to hear it and not just sing right along, get it, get excited, get happy about it. I think of Colin in blue jean shorts cut off. (laughs) <laughs> that's a great and a, image, and a, a women's at, medium sweatshirt i've actually seen colin in some jorts at a race before <laughs> that's amazing jorts and a ricky rudd tied shirt yeah brant brant too but his was a little bit short <laughs> hey the, the, the tied shirt that's on me baby that was oh, oh yeah the ricky rudd was absolutely calling the harry gann or something hey i wear jorts regularly so he does <laughs> 
Well, hey, just don't wear it. Just don't wear it a, a, across your back. Don't wear any kind of denim on your back, man. These guys, <laughs> these guys hate on some denim shirts. <laughs> I was especially, gonna wear one if you tonight. wear a tie with it. <laughs> hey, not a bolo tie though. You can wear a bolo tie. That's fine. Just not a yeah, regular not, classic. Not tie. a real tie. That's right. <laughs> uh, tough crowd. Coming in at two for me. Chasing that neon rainbow, Alan Jackson, 1990, here in the real world album. Good one. Colin, that was that was my number six pick, man. That was my last cut right there. Love it. Gosh, I'm mighty. What a song. All right. So coming in at number two, Christian, just to answer you earlier, man, you're not going to get any hate, honestly. I, I feel like you can throw just about any of Garth's classic hits on on from the nineties and 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 honestly, friends in low places. I mean, that is an anthem. Country music fan or not, people know the words to "Friends in Low Places" and will sing right along to it. I was trying to avoid like a chalk pick, and so I, I actually cut that. It, it was on my list at number two for for quite some time, but I ended up cutting that song. But certainly, certainly could could slide in there, and I think most most casual country fans may even put that in there and. Um, some maybe may argue that it can't not be in there just because of the the love that that song actually has. But uh, Branch, you're correct. I'm also going to do a, a Garth song here, a little Garth run. Coming in at number two for me, Garth Brooks, Unanswered Prayers. Classic Garth. Great song. So some of these, are they like deep cuts or like some of these tracks like didn't make radio? Like that's how big of like 90s country fans you guys are, right? I mean, that's a radio song for yeah, sure. unanswered, yeah okay. unanswered prayers yeah. yeah i mean that was a number that went straight to number one you know that album though no fences you had thunder rolls you had friends mm. yeah i know that you one. had papa loves mama oh you yeah you didn't have papa loves mama you had two of a kind i mean just in insane album can you can sing a little bit which one <laughs> unanswered prayers i just i need to know i can't sleep tonight some, some of god's greatest gifts or unanswered prayers. Just the other night. <laughs> there we go. Uh, okay, now I know it. <laughs> That's a good one. Well, the thing is, Christian, is that they were there's so many great songs that came out during this period. I mean, someone had said earlier you could just pick one artist and just do their top five songs, and even it, that it really is difficult. almost impossible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it that's like. Be, Easier yeah. if we said top five country artists. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> do, well, it's do you like, guys, yeah. Do you guys think that it hurts Garth songs that you can't find them anywhere? I mean, you can't get them on, you can't get them on Apple Music. I don't know if they play them on Pandora. I guess they do. He's, he signed Pandora, an exclusive but, deal with um, Amazon. I mean, it's very so, difficult right. to find yeah. a Garth song out yeah. there, yeah. I guess. Not if you listen to Kids Bob. He's pretty good on there. I think that takes away from it a little bit because I mean you I like I like the the big stars like him but he got paid from Amazon so props. Mm -hmm. Wow, what an idiot! <laughs> I just went on Spotify and I realized I can't listen to Garth Brooks. <laughs> I'm gonna jump off, guys. This guy's an idiot. <laughs> can't stand hey, it. I'll, I will say um, Garth Brooks being on Amazon really made me reconsider my apple music uh, that's how that's how much i wanted access to this song i was like maybe i should switch da, 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 da. i didn't wow. but 
Wow. But that was it was or, a strong pull. It yeah. was a strong or, pull. You could catch what, him. You can catch him on Pandora. May I ask yeah. a question? Sure. So you so you use Apple Music? I do. Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. Uh-huh. If you don't use Probably. Apple Music, you're doing it wrong. I, hey, like what about too. Spotify, Mark? Is that cheating? No comment. He cut my mic. No, no comment. <laughs> Fair enough. Is it me again? Macklin. <laughs> no, I think it's Christian. Okay. No, it's Colin. Is it? No, Christian, you're, you're number one, buddy. Really? Yeah, I just went unanswered prayers. Oh, man, this is tough, guys. You're trying to tell me that I've got to do a number one song from the 90s country when you guys have just listed all these. I think I'm going to say something very stupid. This like, be great. you know, I mean, this could be, the you know how people really like the wobble and like those dance songs. To me, my number one country song is a, is a, a line dance. And I told you I I couldn't have a list without Brooks and Dunn on it. And so the get down, turn around, something else, the boot scooting movie. There you go. I'll sing because I'm not ashamed of myself. Mm -hmm. And also every country-ish type wedding that I DJed at, they wanted to hear that song. So for me, that might be a top country song of all time. That's like transcended generations. So you may skip over that track. You may like it. A boot scoot and boogie for me, Brooks and Dunn. Number one, let's go. Don't at me. I like that pick. That's yeah, a good song. I, yeah. I definitely am not adding you on that, man. I mean, that's a, that's a true power rank that all these songs that you listed have, have staying power obviously. So not, hey, they're the only uh, five I've heard. Let me throw out this real quick uh, because I believe this to my core and I believe I've got some backing on this. My Maria by Brooks and Dunn is one of the worst songs of all time. Yeah, Do you have any a, reaction to that? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not a fan. I hope it's I, not on anybody's number one. I, I wouldn't list, say one of the worst of all time, but it definitely it's just it gets way too much credit. Like when you look up Brooks and Dunn's top songs, it's usually among them, and I don't believe it belongs at all. Agree. Shout out, shout out JG and JG Sr. Also uh, have a strong hatred for my Maria Brooks and Doug. Okay, you guys can just edit me out of this entire episode. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> please tell me that's not your number one. Oh my gosh. No, it's Red Dirt Road, but it came out in 03. It doesn't count. Sorry. <laughs> no, it is not my number one. Yes. All right, here we go. Number one for me. Um, I was hoping I'll get away with that without it being somebody's number one. But number one for me is one of my favorite all-time albums. Um, it is George Strait. Um, it is I Can Still Make Cheyenne um, off the Blue Clear Sky album. Blue Clear Sky by George Strait and Everywhere by Tim McGraw. I had those and played them on repeat. Um, still to this day, probably three or four nights a week, I go to bed with headphones in, listening to whatever, just music of all genres. But um, th- I can distinctly remember listening to Blue Clear Sky album cover to cover for years, it seemed like, man. It was just so good. So had to had to give the number one overall spot to King George. Agree. Yeah, great song. Well, <clears throat> my number one. Already made the list with someone. 
but I'm going to say it anyway. King George, 1995, check yes or no. Um, it started way back in third grade. And were we in third grade then, Christian? Uh, 95. Um, we would just say, yeah, what? Yeah, just say yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but for me, when I think about 90s country music, that song really sticks out. Th- that is the song I think of. Um, and I, for that song checks every box on my list. The melody's good. Uh, the lyrics are, are great. Tells a great story, but there's not a whole lot to the story, but you feel like you know their entire life and like two verses and a chorus that just repeats, you know? And then the music video for that song was just classic, cheesy 1990s down to the cheesy white limousine with the like boomerang thing on the back. But check yes or no is always makes me think of the nineties. Love it. And I think I also miss music videos. So thank you for that. Coming in at number one for me, I would argue that it's in the conversation for the greatest country songs of all time. It's a repeat here, but I can still make Cheyenne by George Strait, arguably the greatest country song ever written. Colin, I really thought, I'm being dead serious, that you were going to say Miley Cyrus's dad, Achy Breaky Heart. I can't believe that didn't make your top five, knowing you and how much you love that. Colin, I it was that. it was on there. It was close. Was it? it was close. All right. Colin, Colin, I've got two questions for you. Number one, do you think George Strait drinks Cinnamon Toast Crunch milk? And number two, if King George was – in your living room right now or wherever he is is that you're filming. Yeah. (laughs) If, if he was there right now and says, Colin, listen, buddy, you're crazy for not drinking the cinnamon toast crunch milk. I think you need to do it. Would you do it? Would you give into the peer pressure of George Strait? You know, I think that George would, would be more in favor of freedom of speech and, and less censorship in America today than he would be in drinking milk out of your cereal. Bold. Listeners would agree. <laughs> Listeners would agree. I don't even let know. the people decide. Check yes or let no. Let the people decide. That's right. Uh, hey, they did decide. They did. This is this is great. <laughs> <laughs> I feel some subtle subtweeting going on in real time. Oh, that, absolutely. All right, my my number Helen one. will have me thrown off Twitter soon. Hey, would you oh, cut that's, Colin's that's, mic? That is not happening. Definitely not a believer of that. All right, my number one song has been mentioned twice already. Nothing more needs to be said about it. 1991 classic from Brooks and Dunn, Neon Moon. Love it. I mean, just an awesome song. Every time I hear it come on, just get fired up about it. Neon Moon, number one. Man, that is such good. The intro, man, I love it. Yeah. Good picks. You know, I will say, I don't think any of us had any, like, late 90s songs but i will say like kenny chesney for me like his 99 tracks like how forever feels and you know that everywhere we go album i don't know i was like very close to like is that too late in the 90s like i wanted to include it but like there were so many icons that you just you couldn't put them on there honestly for me 
Kenny almost represents the shift from nineties to like two thousands to yeah. me. He kind of yeah. does. Yeah. I totally see that. Good call on my part then. One that I really struggled leaving off was a, a classic by Dina Carter, Strawberry Wine. I actually oh, yeah. listened listened to it on my way home from the office today, windows down. It, just, it, it takes you to a good spot. Let me I, throw a couple at you real quick that I'm not saying that these would necessarily be 6 through 10 or even 11 through 15, but just a couple solid 90s country songs. Confederate Railroad's Trashy Women. ETL, uh, brother. Little Rock. Norma Jean Riley. Mm. Goodbye says it all in John Michael Montgomery sold at the Grundy <sighs> County auction. Mm. Yes. Hey, well, a, little Co- a little Colin Ray on there, man. Is that what Absolutely. I heard? Little hey, I got to get, you get at, the, uh, at the Opry a couple summers ago. In, in Little Rock, you get VCRs, Walmart, alcohol, <laughs> church, uh, Mad Daddy. I mean, I mean that personifies country how, music. How about a little mm-hmm. Doug Stone? Doug Stone in a different light, and why didn't I think of that? Two classics by Mr. Stone. Agree. Um, how about, Restless uh, Heart, When She Cries. What a great song that is. Early ooh, 90s. Yeah. How about Alibis <laughs> by Tracy Lawrence? Oh my goodness! Texas yes. Tornado. Texas Tornado. Yeah. Should have been a cowboy, Toby Keith. Yeah. What about Pickup Man? <laughs> Joe yes, Diffie. Joe Diffie. And you also got Tracy mm. Lawrence. I see it now. I could do a top five Tracy Lawrence. Shout out to, yeah. to my boy and in, in top five pod fan, Tyler Thompson, who recommended That Ain't My Truck. Oh, what a spot for it, mm. but a fantastic song. That's so that's so raw and honest. That ain't my truck. Like somebody's over there with my girl. What a great '90s song. <laughs> what about a little Seminole Wind, John Anderson? Oh my oh, gosh! Yeah. Come on, and those are so good. Little third-rate romance. Maybe yeah. a love a little stronger. Hey, I was going to ask you about that, Sammy Kershaw. Do you have any on on the edge? Third-rate romance, not really. I mean, that was, that was a couple that I, I had in consideration. Queen of my double-wide trailer? Yeah, there was a couple in there. He had a couple hey. Scotty McCreary songs he had to remove because he realized they were too new. Hey, I got a, I got a homework assignment because I'm, I'm going to say that it's not going to be a clean sweep. You don't all know this song because it's a tad bit off the grid. She used to be mine. Uh, Brooks and Dunn on the Hard Working Man album from 1993. It's a little bit of a deep cut. Yeah. But holy smokes, what a great song. Yeah, yeah, yep. I know what you're talking about. Man, little side note about Brooks and Dunn. They were both in their mid-30s before they met each other. Really? Did yeah. I did not know that. So there's still, there's still hope for us? There's still hope for us. Hey, I'm, okay, so, except, except for me, right, Christian? Right, because upper of how 30s, old you are. Upper 30s, yeah. Mark, can you can you confirm, Mark, that um, Brooks and Dunn have a little bit of a rivalry, and there, there's been some close breakups for for a few years? Yeah, they did break up for a while. They did. Like okay. The late, like uh, maybe 2009, 10ish, they broke up for a little while. Really? And uh, but yeah, they definitely. I saw them in Vegas. You did a great show. Reba opened Ooh. for Brooks and Dunn. Ooh, Reba man. opened for Brooks and Dunn yeah. in Vegas. It was a great That's concert. Right. That's big. Man, that was so what good. year was that? That was 
Um, that was only like two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. They, oh. I think they came back for those shows in the reboot album. Yep. Yeah. The reboot, the reboot right. is that like is monster right. record. Yeah, man. That's so like a, such a clever idea. Mm. And um, I know we've talked about Neon Moon a lot. And uh, Casey Musgrave's version of Neon Moon is great. I'll have to check that out. I didn't know I she agree. did that. I'll have to check she, that out immediately. She really, really re- reworked it in a very cool way. So, Christian, you would love it if you have not heard it. Flappers. I will hear it tonight. <laughs> I don't know if y'all checked out some other people's lists out there on the internet, but there was never anything consistent that I found. I mean, that just shows you what kind of decade and era that it was, was just how crazy everybody's list was because it's so impossible just to have a, a, a number one song, a definitive number one song. I would argue too, that you could, you could re-rank these like in the middle of the summer uh, and then re-rank them in late fall and come up with different variations of this simply based on the seasons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, country music is, for me, so I'm a casual fan, right? So it's summers by the pool, on the lake, it's fall tailgates. Like, And I never respected that until I got a little bit older. And now for me, it's like a no-brainer. And, I mean, I like all types of music, but, I mean, you got to respect – country even if you didn't grow up on it yeah man it's got i mean there's just so many artists that have so much staying power like like colin was or somebody was saying earlier some of the like hank williams jr songs written in the mid late 80s still absolute classics that you can put on anytime and i don't see that changing in the next 30 years i mean just right artists that have strong staying power right it's for me um, it, it it kind of makes me look at some of the new guys and I wonder who will be, who will have that sort of quality about them. Yeah. Um, so it, it's kind of exciting to realize that we grew up with some of the best country music ever. Yeah. And now as adults, we can like see these, these new cats coming along and it's like, all right, which one of you is going to be around in 30 years that everybody's, yeah, everybody's grandma is still going to be talking about? And I, I'm not sure you can really pull any out outside of like Chris Stapleton, I think is number one. He'll be, mm-hmm. I think his music lives way on past him. I don't know that I would necessarily put that label on anybody else. Other well, than Russell think- Dickerson, Blue Tacoma. <laughs> I mean, God, if he doesn't do it, who will? Well, the interesting thing is like the Stapleton kind of comes from what the same world as what made these 90s guys so great, you know? Yeah, just great song songwriters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, man, that was a that was a great conversation. And you know, I got a feeling we'll revisit country music several times on our podcast as we continue to dive a little bit deeper to it. But man, that was good. And Mark certainly want to Thank you for coming on the show. Let's just do a quick review of tonight's top five for everybody. Christian, number five was Alabama's I'm in a Hurry and Don't Know Why. Number four, Don't Rock the Jukebox by Alan Jackson. Number three, Here's a Quarter, Call Someone Who Cares by Travis Tritt. Number two was the classic Friends in Low Places by Garth Brooks. And number one, The Boot Scootin' Boogie by Brooks and Dunn. Branch, your number five was 
She's Got the Rhythm by Alan Jackson. Number four, Brooks and Dunn's Neon Moon. Number three, For a Little While by Tim McGraw. Number two, The Beaches of Cheyenne by Garth Brooks. And number one, I Can Still Make Cheyenne by George Strait. And Mark, your number five song was Fancy by the Queen of Country Music, maybe the Queen of Country Music, Reba McIntyre. Number four, The Heart That You Own by Dwight Yoakam. Number three, Neon Moon by Brooks and Dunn. Uh, also, throw it in there as a 3B pick, a brand new man by Brooks and Dunn. Your number two pick was Chattahoochee by Alan Jackson. And number one, Check Yes or No by George Strait. And Colin, number five, Don't Let Our Love Start Slipping Away by Vince Gill. Great pick. Love that. Number four, What She's Doing Now by Garth. Number three, Love a Little Stronger by Diamond Rio. Number two, Chasing That Neon Rainbow by Alan Jackson. And number one, also, I Can Still Make Cheyenne by George Strait. And then my number five pick was I'm Gonna Be Somebody by Travis Tritt. Number four, Check Yes or No by George Strait. Number three, Life's a Dance by John Michael Montgomery. Number two, Unanswered Prayers by Garth Brooks. And number one, Neon Moon, also by Brooks and Dunn. Anybody got any closing thoughts as we wrap the episode up? No, Mark, just appreciate your time, man. Appreciate you joining and hopping on with us. Thank you all so much for having me. You guys are doing such an awesome job. I'm enjoying listening to every episode each week. Um, Christian kind of right before you guys kicked this off, was telling me about it, and I was in the back of my mind thinking, I want to be a part of it. <laughs> and uh, so you guys are doing great. Um, thank you all for having me. and. I'll keep telling people about y'all because this is such a neat idea. I love it. Well, thank you, Mark. Tell us uh, where can we find you on social media, man? Um, so Instagram and Twitter and Facebook um, and whatever the others are, it's Mark Webb Jr. And um, uh, you could just go to markwebbjr.com and that has links to music and all the socials and everything. And I joined, I, I joined TikTok this week, but it's Ooh. just to watch, it's just to watch videos right now. <laughs> so maybe Christian will twist my arm and I'll make some TikTok videos. Absolutely. That's a must. It's happening. Well, dude, we'll, awesome. we're, we're, we're definitely going to look you up and Hey, anytime you want to join, come back on, man, don't hesitate. We'd love to have you. You were a great guest and offered a lot of insight tonight and a lot of fun. So we certainly appreciate that. So to our listeners out there, make sure you look up Mark Webb Jr. Go download his stuff, give him a listen, give him a follow. And don't forget you can find us at Instagram or on Instagram and Twitter at the power five pod we certainly appreciate everybody listening and sharing and and again don't forget to leave us some reviews out there on apple podcast so until next time say good night kevin <laughs> <laughs>